Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes. Since we got E on the phone, and she does live in 
the great state of Virginia. Uh, how come y'all can't get no snow off the interstate? How come? Baby, what in the fact that the, go- that the governor was on the news saying, well, we told you not to go out. I was weak as a bee. That's all I got to say. <laughs> like, like nobody else from another state actually heard him. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I did, he didn't take that cons- in consideration. Not to go on the roads, and so y'all got stuck. Like, what about the people that was going home from work? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or how you lost the election, sir? Oh my gosh! You didn't get caught up in that e. First of all, I'm from Cleveland. I would have been able to navigate every piece of that highway. But second of all, what am I going out for? I just asked. No it's not that I can't drive in the snow. The rest of Virginia, they couldn't even treat the roads because the day, like six to twelve hours before, it was seventy. It was seventy degrees. We was in shorts and t-shirts, <laughs> and at midnight. <laughs> The Lord said blizzard and opened up the sky and shit just started falling and kept falling. I don't know how that's possible because climate change isn't real. D, let me tell you oh, something. There we go with that. I just, I just put, a, I put a meme up on Facebook yesterday said tomorrow I'm going to be looking out the school window seeing which, which chapter of Revelation I'm going to be living in. I promise you. I was, I was waiting for the sky to open up. <laughs> Yeah, it was, oh it was kind of crazy, but I understand the situation y'all was in because when, remember a couple of years back when Atlanta had the same thing and it was that ice storm mm-hmm. and we couldn't go nowhere and everybody was stuck on the yeah. highway, I was stuck on a side road and couldn't go nowhere. How long were so you stuck? Then? I was in my car for like 17 hours. No That was way. the day my mom, my mom died that day and that's, I went to work to tell them I wasn't coming the next two days, but we had that snowstorm, yeah. so I had to wait an extra day before I could actually no. rent a vehicle to leave because it was everything wow. was shut down. Yeah, it was crazy. That is okay. Crazy. Uh, some news that we I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. to happen, but should have happened: Ahmaud Ar- Arbery trial, three men sentenced. Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, they got life, and William Bryan got 30 years with the possibility of parole, and he's 52, so you might as well say he got the serial two life. He got the serial two. Uh, I want to put your your thoughts on that, starting with E. You know, I really, I really didn't think that I was going to see it come to fruition the way it did. I was, you know, I was hoping, I was hoping, you know, but the more and more these things happen, the less and less we get vindicated or, or the, or the victims get vindicated. And I was just hoping that this jury, you know, did right by the family and by, and by um, Mr. Aubrey. And they did, you know, um, they didn't, it appeared that they didn't try to find a loophole. It, It appeared that they were, all on one accord, and I just felt, you know, I felt like he was a long-lost cousin and that we got vindication for him. You know, I was, I was, I don't want to say I was happy, but 
I mean, he was overjoyed of the way that the verdict came out. So I'm going to tell you, I don't think nobody wanted to get in trouble no more. Because that first prosecutor, she got she got uh, convicted, right? Because she didn't. She tried uh-huh. to let it go. Remember when yeah. they first well, started? Got, tried to sweep it she under. Got yeah, she got and charged. She got she like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She hasn't gone to trial yet. Yeah, I think charged. everybody. I think everybody else said, you know what? We are gonna do the right thing. <laughs> I tried to do the uh, D. Lovely. Here's here's my my whole take on this. As I've said many times before, this isn't. Um, it isn't vindication because it was the right thing to do. They murdered a man. Right. The only reason we are in this position that they are getting, they got what they got, is because they thought they were right they in what, what they, they did, did. Released the, and released the video. Had had we not seen the video, they would be on that the, part. They had already months and months walking free, and nobody was worried mm-hmm. about what had happened. Nobody cared mm-hmm. that they murdered man. So to say the right thing happened, it's only by the grace of God that it happened, that we got that justice was done. Because otherwise, justice had already been cleared. That woman cleared them and said, oh, okay, you just killed a black man. It's, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And I, so the question is, right. how many more people have died like that that we don't know anything about because there's not a video? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I agree I with no I agree with both of There's there's a reason somebody can say I don't like to see that man in my neighborhood. I think I'll go get my gun and kill him. There's a reason that's right. okay. Somebody has already made that okay previously. So just like they tell you when somebody gets caught doing something, saying robbing a bank or or shoplifting. It's not that this is their first time shoplifting. It's just the first time they got caught. So the question is, Correct. how many times prior to that has something happened and they've been okay to do that exact same kind of thing? We're we going to find out. Correct. There may be a whole lot more to this story, and it may not just be them. It may be a whole group of folks that feel like they can go out and just murder people. So I don't have any, I don't have any um, concerns for them. I could care less whether they rot in jail, whether they get to jail and somebody kills them the day they get there. Life is, you get what you, you put in it. So whatever happens to them, happens to them. And I got no remorse. Just tell us how you really feel, D. Lovey. <laughs> I mean, you know. I just asked for opinion. She went, she dug deep on that one. She gets an A woman. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the next one. Will the Senate... Abandon the filibuster rule to gain voters' rights and build back better, starting with D. Lovely, who loves Uncle Joe. Uh, do you think they're going to abandon it oh, and do the right thing? You not, uh-uh, you did not put my name out there like that. That is untrue. You know yeah. how I feel about that man. Don't do me like that. You see, you love Uncle I, Joe, Joe Biden. No, not no, Manchin, Joe Biden. Neither. Neither. One is just a lesser evil. Like years ago when we were having this conversation and he was going to run, I said, 
I still had concerns about him because I knew what his position was on on uh-huh. um on third, three strikes. I knew what his position was on sending sending people of color to jail, just like I felt about Kamala Harris. I don't I don't have an yes, I, I don't know her you know, I just know that the 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 lesser of two evils was what we chose. Right. So don't don't make I'm not okay. a fan. So I stand corrected. I stand corrected. All right, no problem. But the the whether I think that the filibuster, I don't. I, I don't think that they'll be able to do anything. I, I think that this is we are as Democrats or or independents, depending on where you fall in this in this um, list. I don't think that there is a way for them to be strong enough to make any changes. Now, now you do understand. The only reason we like this is because of. Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. You doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And I, that's my, my wife was talking about. They could, my wife said they could put pressure on both of them. I'm like, well, what are they going to do, darling? And I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Do? I'm like thinking they're going to threaten to hang them by the toes. I don't know what they're going to do. So that's what she she feels like it can be done. There's nothing. I didn't hear you. What you There's saying? nothing. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't think so either. But she feels like the White House can put pressure on them, stop their little programs for East State. And I'm like looking at her like, I don't think so. But okay, uh, going to E. Do you think they will abandon the filibuster and put pressure on both those thug-headed the Democrats we got? <laughs> they don't want to go along with this. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that unless we hit them where it hurts and that's the pocket, that it's, it's gonna, we're gonna be on this, this merry-go-round for a long time. It's kind of hard to say. Like Dee said, it's really hard to say. Uh, I do agree uh, with your wife that something should be done. I just don't know what that something is. Peer pressure works in Me people. Neither. I don't, I don't know how, how peer pressure works, you know, up in the big house. Uh, or if it worked, then we wouldn't have had, you know, Orange Crush up in there for four years. But I digress. <laughs> um, so I, I really don't know. I'm hoping I'm hoping that we can do something that will alleviate that. Okay. I just um, no Republicans were at the January 6th anniversary except of course uh, not. Cheney, the the daughter and the father, Cheney, both Cheneys was there. Um, do you do they not want democracy to continue? Do they not want democracy to continue? I, I know they're protecting their backs because they're scared of losing their seats. But again, mm-hmm. it just seems like they don't even care. Um, starting with I E. Think that, I'm sorry. I think that they forget what true democracy started out as, just like a lot of people forgot that the true Republican, that we African-Americans were the true Republicans at first. However, um, they don't want a democracy. I, you know, I want to see who's going who's gonna to put their big boy pants on and say, well, let's succeed. You know, if you don't want to be here, then just go. Just go and leave us the F alone. But nobody wants to do that because it's more beneficial to stay here and be naysayers 
and, you know, do all this rah-rah than just say, I don't want to be in this country and leave, or let's t- let's make our own state and go somewhere. They're not going to do that because they've tried and epically failed too many times. And nobody's going to try to do that. Don't nobody want to go with them when, 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 it's, when it's time to, you know, walk that walk. But everybody want to talk that talk because it sounds good. That's my two cents. Be lovely. I don't, I don't disagree with it. I feel like at this stage <laughs> they've gotten so – they're so deeply entrenched in the lie that they can't yes. come back from it. And when Ted Cruz tried to, tried to um, tell, the, tell the truth, he got called on the carpet. And then he backed off of his own. He, he backed off the truth. So the, the question is, how in the world can you trust any of these people when they've decided that they're going to be blind to the truth? You've basically said, we, only, we back the blue, but we don't back that blue. We back our own blue. We back the ones yeah. that back us. So you we don't, back you don't care about We don't back navy blue. Exactly. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> It's frightening to hear a whole group of people pretend that that was not an insurrection, that that was not treason, that it was simply... Isn't that that's crazy? It was a riot, and it yeah. wasn't them, it was Antifa, it was Black Lives Matter, it was everybody else. But they're, they're, they still say Trump won, but they're not willing. And then they're saying that Joe Biden is, is ruining the country. They can't pick a side. It's like, well, if Trump won, that means he's the president, and this mess is his. But Joe Come Biden is doing a bad, a terrible job. Pick a side, people. <laughs> and they're they're going to ride this lie till the wheels fall off. And in my really? position as an educator, I'm trying to teach history and government. <laughs> you know, these kids are skewing what their parents are saying, and I'm trying not to lose my job because I got a mortgage. You know, and 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 I'm like. <laughs> Because I tell myself every day, girl, you got a mortgage. Don't don't say it. Don't say it because because they're so like you said entrenched in this lie. You know that doesn't even make any sense. Okay, so if Donald Trump is still the president, why are we still going to hell in a handbasket? Make it make sense. But you can't. You know. And if I'm telling no. you what a riot is, or if I'm telling you what treason is, and I'm showing you and I'm giving you an example, and then I show you what happened in January 6th, and you're like, but no. Because my daddy said, or my papa said, what? Okay. Um, to be honest with you, when people voted, and they keep saying it was voter fraud during the election, when people voted, it's very funny that the Republicans that won on that same ballot, there exactly. was voter fraud on that they're trying yeah, to say. Yeah. When the Republicans won, they ain't say nothing about that part. Still the same ballot. <laughs> yeah, I know. As long as somebody won on their side, it was a good election. But on the same ballot, Joe won, so uh, there's voter fraud in that one. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't understand that, though. So, yeah, that one kind of puzzles me. Oh. Saying are things like they were able to go into the internet. And pull the ballots that were um, for uh, Biden. Yeah. I mean, ones for Trump and flip them to Biden. However, they weren't able to catch them all. So they only got, and I was like, Lord, I can't listen to this foolishness. I, I can't. I, I literally listened to a woman <laughs> explain this. 
and I thought my head was going to explode. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, it's insane. Oh, it's, it's insane. Okay, the next one. <laughs> the next one. Senator Harry Reid, Sidney Poitier, Betty White, Betty White, uh, John Madden, the football coach, all passed away during uh during uh I guess New Year's Eve was John Madden, I wanna say. And then the rest was you know, within these first what, nine days. Uh how are yeah. you feeling about all these uh famous people passing away? I know uh I liked Harry Reid because he he was like the Mitch McConnell of the Democrats. <laughs> he did not uh-huh. he did not play. He did not. I liked that dude a lot. <laughs> I loved him. And Sidney Poitier, I I loved a lot of his his artistry and his uh his uh civil rights uh mm-hmm. uh support of the people that did ride freedom freedom riders and and things of that nature. I I loved him for that. So uh, your thoughts? I love Betty White too. <laughs> so I mean, your thoughts on the people that passed away recently? These famous people, starting with E. Yeah, I was I was devastated with um, Betty White because you know her birthday is the seventeenth, and I really thought she was going to make it to a hundred. Um, I took comfort that she did live a good, long life unapologetically herself. So now, you know, they're having a big old party up in up in heaven because everybody's reunited. And and um, when when um, Madden died, I was really didn't bother me as much as you know our former lead, our uh, one of the former leaders of our our party because I was trying to figure out who would be able to fill those shoes. You know, who who would just stand up? Who would just stand up and and do the right thing even when nobody was looking, even when it was not popular. And I I just don't know even with our current administration in in power, I just don't know who's going to do that. And yeah, I was I was pretty devastated when Sidney Poitier died. I mean, I didn't even know he was sick, not that, you know, we were close personal friends or anything, but you usually hear some murmurings that somebody's sick, and you know I didn't hear anything. I didn't know Betty White was sick enough to die, or did she just wake up dead? You know, I don't, I don't even know if there were some long-term illnesses going on, and so it's just really sad. Well, you, you know, you're famous, so you knew all these people. Uh, D. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I always. When you hear things like this and it makes me so sad, I always wind up with a um, a slight smile because I think about my grandmother and she used to always say, Lord, people out here dying that ain't never died before. And died I find you just know that there is this time limit for everyone. And as much as we love them, you know, there, there's a, we all have an expiration date. And whether we know it or not, when it's time, it's time. And so I just, I I say, oh, that's terrible, and then I have to keep moving because one day somebody's going to be saying that about me. Yeah. I hope. I yeah, I hope. you can do. Um, Larry Storch, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He he plays Sergeant O'Rourke 
on uh F Troop. He's ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's ninety nine because I keep up with him on Facebook. Okay. And that cat, I, I think he might make a hundred. <laughs> he's ninety nine now, so I I don't know when his birthday is. Um, I think I have one more. No, you guys, it's it's. I want to send out prayers and prayers to the people in the Bronx. They had nineteen people died in a apartment building fire. Uh, mm, it was. Mm. It happened today. Yeah, no. So they trying. I think they're trying to find out how it started and all that. But it just it happened today. So I just want to give out prayers to the people and the family of the people out there in the Bronx, New York. Other than that, I want to thank uh, D. Lovely. I want to thank E for calling in. I missed you. Well, you know, I talked to I talked to D. Lovely when I do the readings to her. For my second book. Oh, matter of fact, I got E. They sent me a contract for uh, to get my book published. Publishing company. Good. That's good. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, we can't uh, wait. And uh, you owe me. You owe me a phone call, E. I do. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, you know when. Like I said, she's a star. Huh? <laughs> I said you're you know a star. What? That's why you can't call me back. Just tell your people to call my people. I, and we get... okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. CD, you see? I'm trying to educate America's up-and-coming leaders, and this is what I get. This is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No uh, you ladies have a nice week. No, there's much love. You ladies have a nice week, and we'll do this again next Sunday, God willing. God yes, willing. Sir. Love y'all. Love y'all. Peace and love, everybody. Peace and love. Love, love, love.